This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Welcome to A Game of Two Halves, a sports podcast by The Straits Times. It's the first one of 2019. Welcome to the new year. Welcome to the future. I am Jonathan Roberts and I'm joined by Cezali Abdulaziz. The future is now, JB. The future is nigh. Here we are in the future. Jet cars everywhere. It's amazing. Okay, in the world of football, some surprising results, some very pleasing results. As a Liverpool fan, I was obviously very pleased that uh, Liverpool trounced Arsenal 5-1. And it's extended their lead uh, at the top of the Premiership. Uh, City won their game, which means that Liverpool are now, at the time of recording, seven points ahead. Now, obviously, the big talk is Liverpool are still unbeaten. Can this go on? Is the future red? Well, I know Liverpool fans like yourself um, are ridiculously cautious, even though you guys are leading the table like seven points. Some of us are. Some of us are. (laughs) Refuse refuse to buy into the hype. Uh, But, you know, speaking as a neutral, I mean, I'm a Newcastle fan uh, and saw us, you know, pick up an excellent point at Watford over the weekend. Uh, but yeah, no. A, quali- a quality point <laughs> at Watford. A quality. Not graphic. one of those regular points that other <laughs> teams have, but a quality point. Yeah, so I'm I'm really pleased as well. But yes, like I said, speaking as a neutral, um, honestly, you know, it, it really does seem um like this is their year, and and you know, no team um who's been seven points clear at New Year um has not gone on to win the title, and uh, I know that. See, you know, this is where see, I yeah. don't like it. <laughs> Because as soon as you say, it's about as saying nothing can stop us now. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to hear that. Yeah, because no. for me, even if we did win the Premiership, yeah. I still wouldn't feel like we had until the start of the 2019-2020 season. Once it's officially as the the defending whole the defending <laughs> champions, only then will I relax. Will that At the moment, in, huh? yeah. yeah. Until then, no. But but honestly, I mean, let's let's talk about what could derail them. Honestly, yeah. No, nothing. They they have the the strength in depth. They've whoa, struggled whoa, for nothing? for so long. Nothing. No, yeah. No. I challenge you to tell me ask, to to tell me something that could derail them. I mean, tiredness. Okay. Tiredness. T- well, like I said, they have the strength in depth. They they have not had for so many years. They finally have a defense that's actually decent. You know, they 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 can afford to. The greatest to, defender in the world is there. Yeah, and sadly we're not <coughs> even talking about Virgil Van Dijk. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you know they've they've got the two arguably the two best uh, you know fullbacks uh, in the league, um, and and they have you know Joe Gomez is out injured at the moment, but you know they they've got Matip Lovren, like we said, the world's best you know World Cup finalist. We've got Virgil Van Dijk, who's been obviously a, a man mountain in defense, and in I mean Allison, I would I still wouldn't say he's the best goalkeeper in the Premier League uh, yet. He has who you is. Know, well, it's, it's bit, I, I think De Gea still still. I mean, he he's not been at his best, but he's still probably the best. He's had a lot of work to do. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly, precisely. So, um, but yeah, that's that's a. But you don't see point. fatigue setting in, no, especially with the you, Champions League and yeah, things like that. You, you look at at yeah, obviously. I hate to be saying this at no, the same yeah. time as well because in, in, I really want them to win, but I've got to be realistic about yeah. it. Uh, unless, again, you know, and and I, I hope you know Liverpool fans don't don't see me as cursing them or something. But unless a major injury happens to, you know, one of the the key players, um, such key, 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 yeah, Virgil Van Dijk or or you know, um, uh, Salah or whoever, um, I I don't see you know anything derailing them. You look at the fixtures, you know. They they have pretty kind of fixtures all the way up to 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 April, which is okay. 
before this goes on any further, because I'm going to stop this here because I'm feeling very superstitious and I don't want you to bring up any more scenarios, really. If you, okay, if you truly believe that very little could derail wonderful. But their first match of 2019, Singapore time, it's going to be Friday morning, 4 a.m. Uh, it's against Man City, which is their closest rivals. Yeah. Man City have just suddenly won again after you know, failing two to win two, yeah. losing two matches. Losing, yeah. Um, now, Man City, obviously nobody to take lightly. Again, like I said, you know, I'm I'm looking at it from a, from the outsider's point of view, from a neutral's point of view, and and yes, they have City on Friday, but that's the only you know top six uh, opponent they have uh, in January, and and they have no other significantly uh, difficult games. Uh, in February, they have uh, Bayern at home in the Champions League and Manchester United away uh, the, the following, uh, uh, that same weekend, I think. And then, there's the, those are the only two tough games in February. You know, and then in March, it's uh, Bayern second leg at home. And and by then, honestly, they could have sealed the title by the end of the month or, or more or less sealed the title. Well... So, you know, and, and if you talk about City, they have, obviously, they have a huge game this Friday, which they can't afford to lose, which Liverpool could afford to drop maybe a couple of points um, here here or there. But, you know, they, they, those two back-to-back losses we mentioned against Palace and, and Leicester, th- those have, you know, really, really uh, dented their hopes. They've only kept one clean sheet in their last 10 games, City. So that's, that's you know, and uh, up against Liverpool's attack, they put five past Arsenal at the weekend. You know, I'm one of them not even looking. Yeah, exactly. One of them not even looking. You know, and, and yeah, you know, they, they, they have Liverpool on Friday, Arsenal and Chelsea back to back in the first week of, of February. This is what Chelsea ha- uh, City has. So, you know, they, they could potentially lose another three games in the next, you know, month or so. So, you know, it's it, <laughs> that's why I say, you know, from, from a neutral neutral's perspective, it really does look like it's Liverpool's year. Well, not that I didn't like to hear that, but uh, we. Listeners, you can't see it at home, but I wasn't so much touching wood as hugging the entire desk. <coughs> now, there is something else that has happened along the way, in that a beast has been revived. Uh, Manchester United are looking like Manchester United again, under the guidance of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Now, the match against Bournemouth saw them put four away, with some amazing work by Marcus Rashford. I mean, some stunning footwork yeah, from him. The Elastico Prime... Uh, Ronaldinho shades of Ronaldinho Fred Astaire yeah. probably <laughs> even yes <laughs> yeah. but it also uh, coincides with the revival of one Paul Pogba what do you make of Paul Pogba's changing performance I'm still not 100% convinced because yes they beat Huddersfield they beat convinced Cardiff convinced of of the, the revival you know the, oh, right. the fact okay. that I mean Clearly, clearly they are playing with a lot more freedom, a lot more positivity. You know, it's quoted so many times, but it really does look like they're playing with the shackles off, you know, uh, after, you know, <laughs> playing with them on under Mourinho, you know. But, um, and, and Pogba's, you know, I think it's four goals and three assists in, in three games. Well, it's, it's equal his record yeah, now well, for goals in one season. Yeah, precisely. So, and, and, and he just plays with, with that kind of confidence, um, that he didn't show uh, beforehand, la, you know. And uh, no, okay, but, you say he plays with that confidence that yeah. he didn't show before. Some are saying that this is him having uh, not being on strike anymore. That he was re- deliberately not playing well under Mourinho. What do you make of that? I, I don't think so. I like I said. I think his uh, revival is 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 indicative of the way the whole team 
has has sort of played. You know, now you you mentioned Rashford. You know, yes, he, he he's always hot and cold under Mourinho. You know, Mourinho showed faith in him, but usually uh, playing him on the flanks, uh, rarely playing him up front. Towards, only towards the end of the, his tenure uh, did he play Rashford uh, as a striker. Uh, but even then, you know, Rashford wouldn't have the confidence to sort of... I mean, he does have the confidence. He does have the ability. We see we see it more in an England shirt than in a, in a, in a United shirt in the last maybe season and a half. Um, so yeah, you know the fact that he 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 you know took it past uh, Nathan Aki and 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 you know did that elastico past the other Bournemouth defender. It just shows you know they're playing with freedom and and Ashley Young was bombing down the right flank. You know, it's everybody is is showing um, you know. A more positive attitude, and so I for guess, you, yeah, Pogba has just essentially just found more one, yeah. a joie de vivre. Yeah, and 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 obviously, which is your actual ob- French, you know. Yeah, we. Oui. <laughs> and you know, this is the third language I've I've spoken on this podcast. But yeah, so so obviously he has quality. We all know he has quality. You know, obviously from that season at Juventus, that he was fantastic. At. So then, I'd ask you this: Then, are Manchester United dangerous again? That's where I say that the question mark is is you know still hovering over them because yes they beat Huddersfield they beat Cardiff who are you know in the relegation zone and uh, they've beat Bournemouth who you know are a decent team and you know I I, I just basically go back to let's see how they play against the bigger team pretty much and then uh, we or, can decide or, or, or at least on form teams like you know they, they against Wolves who have have mm. shown that they can they can oh, trouble yeah. the big teams against Watford who have shown that they are really tough to break down. Uh, this year, which is why, like I said, Newcastle earning a point over at Vicarage Road is is something to be happy about. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I I still have my reservations, um, and you know, playing with freedom, playing with enjoyment uh, can only take you so far. Well, it is the first podcast of 2019, so let's see what we've got coming up for the year ahead in sport. Sazali, amaze me with the wealth of what we can expect. Well, yeah, go straight into um, a major tournament in January, which is uh, the Asian Cup. You know, unfortunately, of course, Singapore is uh, not going to be competing in Asian Cup uh, football tournament, of course. Uh, but, you know, there, there are Southeast Asian countries, uh, Philippines, Vietnam, uh, Thailand, uh, they're, they're going to be in. And, and it'll be interesting to see how far our Southeast Asian neighbours can go. Uh, also in January, um, African Cup Nations, which will affect uh, you know some Premier League teams, uh, yeah. you know, and <laughs> yeah, and um, and then yeah, there, there are a couple of um, international tournaments like uh, the Cricket World Cup, Rugby World Cup in Japan, uh, Netball World Cup in uh, Liverpool, where Singapore are actually going to be competing at uh, Netball World Cup. Oh. Yeah, but you know we 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 usually do well um, in Asian competitions, uh, but you know it's it's really it's it's a it's a huge step up. We have the World Swimming Championships where Joseph Schooling will, you know, get into gear for for ahead of the Tokyo Olympics next year. Yes, and he needs uh, to be thinking about that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he ought to, right? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, he's he's uh, medaled in the past, and I was talking to my colleague Seheng, who, who usually covers swimming, and uh, he says it gives a mental boost, you know, to to yourself. Uh, knowing you know you're clocking certain times, and also you know you, uh, most of the world's top swimmers are going to be there. So you know if you can you can get one over your rivals, that gives you an edge. Um, and at the end of the year, there's the Sea Games, of course. Uh, every two years, uh, this year it will be held in the Philippines. Uh, it seems yeah. to come around sooner and sooner each yeah. time, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So it's like uh, because I, the last Sea Games I covered um, overseas was Myanmar. In 2013, it it just feels like a couple of years ago, but it's been a full five years, and and next year will be six, 
which means there's been three SEA Games in between 2015, 2017, and 2019. Yeah. So it's, it's it's insane because yeah, like I said, it just feels like it was the last SEA Games, but uh, so much has. Uh, so much it's more surprising been. because the 2015 was held here. Yeah, exactly. No, because how no, do you not remember that? No, exactly, because you don't you don't go overseas. You know, you don't you're not overseas for two and a half weeks. So it just feels more like regular sports. Scrounging for food on the streets. It's a tough life, guys, being a journalist, seriously. Let's, let's just pause for a mm-hmm. moment as this, the world's smallest violin <laughs> plays its plaintive song. 15-hour, 16-hour days for two and a half weeks. Oh, it's, it's, a, it's a real slog. Anyway, personally, I'm looking forward to the UFC next year because, you know, John Jones, um, who many people... Um, um, the Martian Manhunter? Feel, no, it's a, it's a different John Jones. Oh, but, okay. You know, uh, he, he's... Back to action, he, he just won the light heavyweight championship uh, over the weekend. A lot of people consider him the best, you, you know, martial, mixed martial artist um, of all time. You know, there could be um, the, him and, and a grudge match against Daniel Cormier. Um, Brock Lesnar, you know, some people might know him from WWE. He's, he's most likely going to be fighting a UFC fight next year. So that's something to look forward to as well. And, you know, one championship, we've mentioned this before, they signed a couple of um, big Big name um, UFC guys, Eddie mm. Alvarez, uh, Demetrius Johnson, Sage Northcutt. These guys are all going to be in action in one championship uh, in 2019. So yeah, I mean it's it's um, interesting for me as a as an MMA fan. And, and one is continuing to build. It's uh, yeah, it's brand it's and, base and, here. Yeah, yeah, and and it's it's branching out to to Japan as well. It's going to hold its uh, first show next year in March. So yeah, exciting times. And and in May we might see uh, new Premier League champions for the first time. Premier League champions for the first time. So, yeah, it's exciting times, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Coming from a Newcastle fan. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't worry if I were you. You, you have uh, one I'm, and a half I'm hands. I'm holding the desk again. You have one and a half hands on the Premier League title, so don't well, worry. Well, that remains to be seen. It is 2019. We are going to be continuing, of course, with a game of two halves. I hope you continue listening. If you're listening on iTunes or Google Podcasts, do Raters, do leave a comment. Tell us what you think. Get in touch. What do you want to see in the coming year? We're all ears. Let us know. We're quite nice that way. In the meantime, thank you, Cezali. Welcome. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year, guys. And until the next game of Two House, goodbye. That was an SPH podcast. Find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, and streaming on Google Home. Do send your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at straightstimes.com and bt.sg.